Good morning, people. In today's episode, we're going to talk about letting go of emotions and releasing uh, some of the pent-up pain. Heard a couple of really good ideas and stories in the last day, and I thought I'd share them. Okay, so one of the uh, one of the things I've always struggled with, and I believe many others will too, is what I've found over the years is I've repressed a lot of emotions, um, and I've been very good at it. You know, you go from relationship to relationship, and you kind of repress the pain. Um, say there's a business that hasn't worked out, you repress the pain. You don't really deal with it. You try and uh, keep yourself busy and distracted. Um, And half the time, day-to-day life, we're not really, as humans in general, very good at truly being honest with ourselves Um, in, in different ways. Some people are better at it than others, but many of us struggle because it just seems too hard um, and we don't want to make a mistake and we just want to survive. And this is this is where we can sometimes get to in our lives is this consistent survival mode, doing whatever it takes to numb the pain, um, hide from you know, the joys of life because you don't know if you're going to lose them. Um, and it can be painful. And I sat down with, uh, with Holly yesterday and we had some, we're having some really amazing conversations that I'm so grateful for at the moment. Um, and with, with my uh, last relationship having come to an end and starting a new one, one of the things I'm very conscious of um, now more than ever is making sure that I release um, the stuff around the current, the, you know, the previous relationship, and making sure that I start on a on a flat footing where I'm not um, bringing negativity or guilt or pain into a, a fresh start. Um, and we had a yeah we had a great conversation. So I'm completely going to borrow the ideas she shared with me and share them with you because I think they're really valuable. I've actually put them in a list to make sure I do them because that's always very important with little reminders that are going to bother me until I do them, which is also a very valuable asset <laughs> sometimes when, especially when it's something hard. Now, one of the conversations we had this morning actually was really, really valuable in the fact that it actually um, helped me understand the context of of these three tools I'm going to talk about. And it was around talking about children and how... If you imagine a child, something happens to them and, you know, this all came about, we heard a kid must have fallen over and started screaming and crying and, you know, my first reaction is, that's annoying. <laughs> but uh, what, what kind of came up from it is was really good is that what the child is actually doing is processing an emotion without limitations. And that's a really deep thing to think about is how often we we don't process emotions anymore because we've been told kind of not to from a young age. You imagine a child cries uh, because something's happened or they get angry or they get frustrated or they're, you know, whatever it is, they're, they're over, they feel, I guess I would have said it's over emotional because that's kind of how I was taught and brought up. And then the parent goes over and says, it's okay, honey, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Shh, be quiet. It's okay, it's okay. So what happens in that case is a a child's probably got halfway through processing an emotion and the parents have actually kind of said, don't don't worry about it, 
calm down don't finish what you started um you know it's going to be okay you're fine you're fine and, and what happens is that you know there was an emotional reaction there that didn't get processed now with someone hurting their knee that's probably not a massive gonna it's not a life-changing thing i don't think unless it's really bad but um if you imagine over your youth as you're trained to calm down calm down don't finish what you start in that respect it's not good for you or it's you know we i don't want you to feel pain what happens is you're trained to not feel pain and but it doesn't stop the body from feeling pain it just doesn't deal with it and so it gets trapped inside you and built up and built up and layered and layered and layered and those layers come out in things like addiction and numbing and you know the distractions of life and it just builds and builds and builds until it gets remarkably overwhelming and uh, you know this has really come to the surface for me with the breakup and starting a new relationship um, it's it's a massive step and my usual my usual way of dealing with a breakup is distraction or moving on to something new um, or trying to focus on something completely different and not deal with what's just happened it's a complete numbing process because I don't want to feel the emotions that come up from it and one of the ones I kind of realized through our conversation that I'm feeling a lot, which is a self-emotion, which is which is guilt for my part in, in what's happened. You know, um, like I don't want to get into a point of blaming anyone. It's, there's no value in that. And blame is just guilt thrown at someone else anyway. But I feel guilty. And um, that guilt is not something I want to bring into a new relationship. And I want to learn to process my emotions um, because it's not it definitely isn't healthy for me to hold on to them the anxiety the you know that that's driven a lot from not being able to process emotions and and also not be able to authentically speak what i actually feel and um, be open to say it without worrying about what comes back to me and that's usually our challenge when we try and process emotions or talk about them we don't because we're scared to death of what's going to come back um, and I'm seeing that a lot of my life and things are starting to pop up and, and things I want to say, but I've, I've noticed that I've held myself back from saying them in business and in health and life and everything because I'm scared of what the external reaction will be instead of speaking my truth. And I, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, one of my big things this year is actually to get authentic, to let people in and to do this work, which is in honestly, is just honestly the hardest thing you can do. And if you've had dyslexia, um, if you've had GOT uh, or ADHD or anything like this, we don't always process emotions remarkably well. It's a long-term journey um, and we, we take steps in the right direction, but a lot of us just slip back into that kind of distraction mode. And uh, all humans deal with this in different ways. I just think many of us were you know, told we were making mistakes or we were wrong. So I just think many of us have this barrier that's potentially even higher than the average person um, who's really whole, um, or the ones that are whole, the few that are out there <laughs> um, who've reached some level of that at least. So I wanted to get on to three tools that we have spoken about that I'm going to test out and try. One, you know, the first one I'll talk about is called primal therapy. And the con, you know, and, and I'm not going to go into too much detail. You can Google some of these if you want a bit more information. But primal therapy, in all essence, is kind of you know thinking about an emo thinking about an emotional state, and then just screaming as loud as possible 
and letting the physical emotion out. And you can do it into a pillow. Um, you can do it, you know, try not do it right next to your neighbors. Uh, probably not a valuable thing, but it's it's about trying to get into that state of pain or fear from what I can I can tell and then just screaming and letting that emotional energy release because it's trapped somewhere. Um, and, you know, I can't remember the last time I screamed. I sound like a girl completely. Um, I'm not a good screamer, if I'm honest. Well, that's my personal judgment of my own screaming, oddly. Not that I've had a lot of experience. I don't scream a lot. You know, that, that was taken out of me at a very early age. Um, so I'm going to give that a try. I'm going to go scream into a pillow and try and release some of the emotion that way. That's one, one technique I'm going to be trialing. If one of these works really well, I will bring it back up in a future podcast. The second one is cutting emotional ties. Now, I used to do this, I've done a simpler version of this years ago through an NLP practice where you put some music on and what, what you did what, what you did in the practice I knew is you imagined yourself floating above the ground. You're floating um, in the air and what you, what you did is you brought in all the people you knew. So you'd start with family members and you'd see their faces smiling up at you or frowning depending how you feel about them. Um, but you'd see them start to appear. Then you'd bring in your close friends and then some of your, you know, your broader friend groups, maybe business partners or your employer, all these people that have had some effect in your life. And what you would do is you'd imagine this, this line or this tie coming from your heart outwards to these, these people on the ground. And, and some of them may look thicker than others. Some of them may look thinner than others. Um, but they would all be there. And, and the goal is basically that once you've built through this process, you imagine yourself cutting this emotional energy, this tie that ties you to these people that that's there. Now, even if you love these people and you want to be with them, this is still a good practice because um, it allows you to start fresh from the emotional tile. That's the goal of it. And you imagine yourself with this tie cut as feeling free and floating backwards up into the sky and this energy comes over you of complete freedom. And I used to love this practice. I used to, I do do it occasionally in a group setting. But what I was mentioned to by Holly was maybe maybe try and do it in a more deeper way with with the X in mind and go through the different chakras, which is a whole nother podcast. But there's seven energy centers and actually cutting the tie at each energy center. And there are some, I'm sure there must be some good meditations on YouTube for this, which I'm going to do some research on. I'm sure someone's done one. Um, but I think that's a great idea is to cut that emotional tie. And, and you can feel it in your body as it happens. You feel this energy surge. And it and it does, it does you know, it's worked for the group stuff before. I found that really valuable. But I'm going to try it in this specific case and put some energy around it. So that's the second technique I'm going to be testing and trialing in my life. And then the third one is one I have heard before, but I majority of the times I've tried to do it, I've put it off and put it off and put it off. So when you put something off, it means you feel it actually might work <laughs> and you're worried what that effect will be. But the third one is actually the, the old adage of writing a letter to the person. And um, the goal of the letter is, is to um, say everything you want to say and to take responsibility for everything. Not to blame, but take responsibility for every part you've had to play. And the goal of it is not to is to do it without expectation. You can write this in a letter. I think for the dyslexic community, I'm, I would actually record it as a voice message. You may put some notes down before, but realistically, you might not. 
but you just want to blurt it out. Everything that comes up, no holes barred, um, say it. You can say it directly to the person's face if you chose to. You could uh, do it in a WhatsApp message if you really wanted to. Um, but it's the, the, the actual goal of it is to get it out and speak your truth um, and speak the guilt that you feel or the anger or the pain or the the whatever you're feeling just to release it because what a lot of the time we do we very well is we keep things deep inside and we don't speak speak it out loud and there's a real power in speaking things like it's it's why it's great working with a coach or having a friend you can confide in and say your truth because once it's in words or it's in reality it can actually really release the power it has yeah. over you um, which I think is really important. And also things will come up when you're speaking that you may think, oh, that doesn't sound quite right. It doesn't matter. But it'll it'll change the, the conversation. Um, and it's something I've, I think is brilliant. And I've, um, I'm going to do it because I think it's really important because I need to get it out. And when I sit in my head, what can happen and when I think about it is it's amazing how your brain turns it around to blame. Um, or you try and blame someone else for it because you don't want to deal with your part in it. So the, the real key factors here is take full responsibility. If you do do it with someone directly, you don't expect any response or anyone, you know, many people sit there and kind of want the other person to, to apologize or something or, you know, but that's not the point of it. You know, that person's got to deal with their own stuff. It, it, this can't be about you hoping they're going to actually tell you you're okay and everything's good, which is the natural human response, you know. When you cried as a child, you hoped someone would say it would be okay. And that's what a lot of us do. So yeah, I found that like these conversations we're having at the moment have been really valuable. And um, yeah, like I, I really feel like I want to, well, I know I want to process this in this relationship. And I can tell also that when I work through this myself here, I'm going to be able to do the same thing in other parts of life. Like I want to work through some of the challenges I've had in business because some of the things that have held me back that I haven't spoken um, or let myself speak for the fear of being judged or blamed or disagreed with or made to feel small. So I think it's going to be very powerful. So I hope that's been an enjoyable podcast. It's a little bit longer than usual, but um, I was just yeah really energized about this concept and I hope it helps. <music>